What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrubby here back again with another video. Just got back from wrestling an alligator and I decided to sit down and uh, share a story time with y'all. This is actually one from my childhood. It's about the uh, librarian that my elementary school ended up getting like halfway through elementary school. She sucked, and what made it even worse is the fact that the librarian she replaced was, like, the goat of all librarians. Either way, I just thought it would be a pretty funny story time I thought you guys would enjoy, so without further ado, sit down, relax, enjoy the video, and be quiet, otherwise the librarian will have to smack you with a ruler. Alright, so I'm not trying to sound like too much of a nerd, but I've always been a uh, little bit of a fan of reading. I just like knowing things, I think it's fun, so I was always a big fan of the library from like the first time we ever did it in elementary school. The way it worked, at least at my school, was that we had like a different quote-unquote special class every day, which was just kind of like P.E., the library. We would rotate, we had a music class. And there were five different ones, and we would just have a different one every day for like an hour. Either way, when I first got there and we went to the library, I knew it was going to be a good time because the librarian opened up by saying you could check out like as many books as you wanted for as long as you wanted, and then gave out candy and was like, everyone's always welcome. Which, when you're in elementary school, might as well just be somebody like giving you the keys to your house or their house, sorry. Like, dude, if anyone gave me candy in elementary school, I was basically like, oh yeah, this person's probably as rich as Jeff Bezos and as nice as Santa Claus himself. Ah, uh, it's shocking I didn't get kidnapped now that I said that out loud, you know? Some guy pulls up in some, like, a windowless van. Hey, you want some candy? Elementary school me? Sure, man, where do I get in? Uh, honestly, I was a little stupid. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a little bit off topic there. Anyways, I really loved it. I would spend a lot of time in the library. I would ask my teacher during, like, free time if I could go to the library, and I would just kind of read stuff in the library, check books out, blah, 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 blah. But because I was spending so much time in the library, obviously me and the librarian became, like, kind of friends. I mean, I don't really think you can be friends with someone who's in, like, a, a first, second grade. But she was always asking me what I was reading. We would talk about, like, a, a, her favorite books, my favorite books. It was just, honestly, a pretty solid vibe. And she was always really cool about letting me, like, check out books whenever I wanted. Technically, the way the system worked, you weren't supposed to have more than three books out at a time. But I was never, like, losing books, so she would just let me take a bunch home. I, I don't know. She was really cool, to be honest. And on top of it, it wasn't like she was only cool to me. If you were the type of kid who just didn't want to go out on the playground for recess or whatever, you didn't have anyone to sit with at lunch, whatever the issue may be, you were always welcome to, like, come into the library, play on the computers, hang out in there instead. She was just a really, really good teacher. However, the one downside is she was older. Not that that made anything bad in terms of, like, being old is bad, but it just meant that she had been doing this for a while and her retirement was getting closer. And at the end of third grade, she announced that this was going to be her last year being our librarian and that she was going to be retiring at the end of the year. And obviously, I was like uh, uh, pretty sad about it. I wasn't begging her not to retire or anything. I wasn't stupid. I understand people got to do what they got to do. And after you work for 45 years, you're probably just trying to get out of there, man. You're like, listen, I like being a librarian, but I'm out. Either way, I was pretty bummed, but she promised us that, like, you know, she would make sure that her replacement was good, blah, 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 and she really appreciated us being great students. 
And uh, it was what it was. She was retiring. There wasn't much we could do about it. And on the last day she was there, I was helping her pack up some of her stuff. And she ended up, like, giving me a bunch of her personal books and was like, you know, thank you for all the help. And it was it was pretty sad. I'm not going to lie. Little me was like, oh, it's going to suck. But she promised me that her replacement was going to be as nice as her. So I wasn't thrilled about her retiring because she was kind of like my favorite teacher. I can't lie. But whatever, it is what it is, plus little kid me had more important things to be worrying about with summer break coming up, you know, as you know, summer break when you're a little kid is basically like, what's an adult version of summer vacation? I don't even think anything compares, bro. Summer vacation is just the ultimate freedom when you're a kid, because you literally can just do what you want for like three months. But whatever, I spent my summer just kind of hanging out, riding skateboards outside, whatever it may be. And finally, the school year starts coming back around, and I'm getting, like, a little bit of that excited, anxious feeling for the school year overall. And then I remembered that the librarian had retired. And uh, I was kind of nervous about who the next librarian was going to be. And my grandma had worked at the school I went to before I went there. She had retired, like, right before I got there. But she still knew some people in the office. And so I was kind of talking to her about it. And she decided that she was going to call one of her friends and see who the replacement was. So she called, and I was kind of standing there while they were talking about it, and uh, her face kind of was like, oh, 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 and it didn't seem too happy. And she hangs up, and she says that the superintendent had gotten involved and had moved a librarian from one of the different schools over to their school. They didn't get to pick the replacement that my librarian had wanted. And she had said that I shouldn't get my hopes up because I guess the librarian that we were getting had been a librarian at a different school but had been removed for, like, having too many issues with the teachers and the students just didn't really feel like the library was a welcoming place. And I don't really understand why school districts work like this. I've heard of this a lot. Like, a teacher will have a bunch of bad experiences at one school, right? And instead of the superintendent being like, hey man, maybe teaching just isn't for you, they just move them. If there's a librarian getting so many parent complaints and having so many issues with the other teachers that they have to be removed, why would you just move them to another place? That's like having two cars, right? And one of them gets a flat tire. And you take the flat tire off one and you put it on the other. And you're like, maybe the tire will work now. It's still a flat tire. Just moving it onto another car doesn't make it start magically working. Either way, I was a little bit nervous, but I figured it would be fine because if they're a librarian, as long as I'm quiet and just reading books, it should be no issue. So the first day of school comes. We didn't have to go to the library that day. I think we had PE that day or whatever. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But like the third day into school, we ended up going to the library. And from the second we walked in, the vibe was very clearly different. The librarian before had had like bean bags and cool posters and cardboard cutouts and like model airplanes hanging from the ceiling, a solar system. It was just a really cool vibe to hang out in. And this one, you walked in and it was almost like this lady had grown up in a prison, right? And she was like, hmm, what can I do to make this library feel as much like a prison as humanly possible? The library before had also had painted walls, like each wall was a different color. And uh, they had apparently gone over and painted all the walls this like gray, but not like a normal wallish gray, like a gray that was dark enough where it just darkened the room. 
There was no decorations except for like two posters and both posters were just like uh, about being quiet. But I don't know if you guys get the vibe. Do you ever see a poster in a school that's just very clearly from like last century? We're 22 years into the 21st century. At the time, what? I mean, maybe like 2006, 2007 probably-ish. But still, these posters about being quiet and listening are at least from like 1982. Probably the only two decorations this librarian has ever bought in her entire life. And uh, sitting there is a lady that looks kind of like, I don't know how many of you guys have read the Percy Jackson books, but he has this teacher that hates him and turns into a hag and tries to attack him. She kind of looks like that lady would be imagined to look like. Just, just, oh, just angry. If you've ever seen Jimmy Neutron, kind of like his teacher. And so we all go and we sit down at our tables and whatnot, and there's a little bit of, like, chatter. And when you were in the library, you were obviously supposed to be quiet, but our old librarian would kind of let us, like, whisper amongst each other because, I, I don't know, like, who really cares? If I hear people whispering in the library, I don't mind. Honestly, even if someone's talking, I don't really care. I, I'm sure the rules about being quiet are like, oh, some people are focusing, trying to read, blah, 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 blah. Whatever, but when people are whispering, you would have thought that this lady had been, like, insulted to the highest order. Some kid just walked in with a super soaker full of piss and started spraying all the books. That's how angry she was at this. She stands up and, like, slams both of her hands on the counter thing where you can check out books, and she's like, Do you guys not know what a library is? Are you so unintelligent? That you have not figured out that it is inappropriate to be this loud in a library. And obviously everyone's kind of got like that nervous, scared look now. And it goes silent. So it's silent now. We get it. Okay, you gave us a little stern talking to. But she just goes full James Bond villain and starts giving us this monologue, right? She gets up, puts her hands behind her back and starts kind of pacing around the library. Not looking at us while like giving this speech about how the library was a place that she loved growing up, but one thing that she hated was that people wouldn't follow the rules, and so that's why she runs her library the way she would have dreamed it would have been ran. No talking, no disrespect for the rules. And as she's pacing, she finally gets near one of the posters that's like, hey, you know, be quiet, it's the library, you're not in charge. And she goes, this poster is how I feel. Does everyone understand? And we're all just sitting there kind of like, uh, sure. We're fourth graders, but sure. It was way over the top, way more intense than it had to be. And obviously all of us are just scared now. So we just kind of like look down at our desks where no one's making a noise. Everyone's quiet. And she starts saying that, like, I don't know what your old librarian did, but here's how we're going to handle things. And so, for example, our old librarian, who was super dope, obviously one of the things you learn when you're in, like, elementary school, I don't know if they still teach this, they did it at the time, the Dewey Decimal System, which is how you find books in the library. And our old librarian had, like, done lessons on it by giving us scavenger hunts and, like, hiding things in the books that you had to find using the Dewey Decimal System. And believe it or not, when you turn things into a game and you make it, like, a fun competition, people will enjoy it quite a bit more than just, like, boring worksheets that are too intense. But this librarian is like, we are going to be learning the Dewey Decimal System and just starts handing out worksheets. But here's the thing, man. 
If you've ever tried to do a worksheet on something like the Dewey Decimal System, I would honestly rather watch paint dry, bro. And what was more annoying is it's like the history behind it and all this stuff, which listen, whatever, maybe that's important. Someone down there is like, if you do not know the history of the Dewey Decimal System, you can't call yourself anyone who can read. You're not even literate. Yeah, all right, that's fine. But like, you can just teach me how to use the Dewey Decimal System. I can learn how to use a drill and not need to know the entire history of the drill. And she's like, you guys are going to do this worksheet today. Do you understand? And everyone's just like, yes, ma'am. And uh, we start working on the worksheet, and it's about the history and whatnot. But she didn't give us any of the material to read about the history. It was just a worksheet with a bunch of questions about the history. So someone gets up and walks over and decides to ask a question, which is pretty reasonable, which is like, hey, where do we find the information that we're supposed to use to complete the worksheet? And the librarian looks up, and I will never forget the look she gave this kid, because it literally sent chills down my spine. It wouldn't now, because I've seen the look a lot, but it was the first time I've ever seen someone look at somebody this way. You ever just seen someone look at someone, and just by the look on their face, you can tell that they think the person they're talking to is actually so stupid that it's a miracle that they don't have to focus to get their lungs to breathe? That's the look she gave him, and she goes... Where are you right now? And the kid goes, school? And she scoffs at him and goes, yes, genius. But where are you in the school? And the kid's getting all nervous now because obviously this librarian's just like borderline bullying him. And he says, uh, the library. And she's like, wow, finally a smart answer. And everyone's just listening to this because it's so quiet you can hear a pin drop. So, if you're in the library, where do you think you could find information? And the kid's like, uh, books? And she looks at him and says, nothing gets past you, and then looks straight down at the paper. Which, listen, I guess, sure, should we probably have just started looking around the library? I guess, but we're in fourth grade. And is it really necessary to make a kid feel that stupid for just asking a question? I know stupid questions get asked all the time. I'm not denying that every now and then you hear someone ask a question that you can't believe came out of their mouth. But I feel like when you hand out a worksheet and don't tell anyone where to get the information, it's not unreasonable for someone to come up and go, where do I get the information? I don't understand why that was so insulting. And the kid turns around and he has like tears in his eyes as he goes back to his desk. And so now everyone's kind of looking around. And so people start trying to whisper to each other to be like, okay, well, where should we look for the book? Where do you think it would be? It's almost like if we understood the Dewey Decimal System entirely, it would have made it way easier to find the book on the Dewey Decimal System, at which point, why are we doing the worksheet? But people are trying to whisper amongst each other and be like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Because we don't know how to find the book that we're supposed to apparently find to complete the worksheet to learn how to find the book we're supposed to find. It's just the stupidest assignment ever. But of course, she gets up, slams her hands down again, and is like, what did I say about the talking? And so everyone's just, like, getting nervous and scared because this lady's so intense for no reason. But there was another kid in my class who was also in the library all the time, and he was, without a doubt, our old librarian's favorite student. And at that point, he's like, ma'am, we don't know how to find the book, so we have to talk about how to find it. 
And she looks at him, stares daggers at him, and is like, you're daring to talk back to me right now? You do not speak back to me. And just starts tearing into him about how clearly he has no respect for teachers and has never spent time in the library before. Which is hilarious, bro, because, like, you would have thought this kid lived in the library with the old librarian, man. Like, you would have thought he had a tent somewhere in the nonfiction section and he just kind of guarded it at night. Full Ben Stiller night at the museum vibe. Like, this guy was always there. So the fact that she's calling him an idiot who's never been there is just hilarious. But he just goes quiet. And now everyone's just sitting there. No one knows what to do. We don't know how to find the book to do the worksheet. We don't know what's going on. So everyone's just sitting there not doing the worksheet. And about 15 minutes goes by. And she looks up, gets up, and starts walking around, I think, to, like, check our progress. You know when teachers walk around and just look at your worksheets? And as she's walking around, it probably became obvious that none of us have done anything because we don't know any information on the worksheet. We don't know where to find it. A few people had gotten up and had started looking around for it. But the other thing that was mad unfortunate is we had very tall bookshelves. Well, being in fourth grade, none of us are at a height where we can really see a lot of it. So chances are we probably walked past it like 20 or 30 times. But she just starts getting pissed and just yelling out loud at no student in particular, just about how like we were idiots who couldn't even find a book right, blah, 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 blah. Which, sure, maybe we're dumb for not being able to find the book. But isn't that your job to teach us? Like, you're the librarian. It would be your job to teach us how to find the book so we could not be idiots in your eyes. She's yelling out, and so another student decides to say something, and they're like, we don't know where the book is. How would you like us to do this? Which, you know when fourth graders start saying things that are logical to you that you're way off base. Like, fourth graders, for the most part, should be pretty illogical people. If even they're like, how do you want us to do this if we don't know where the information is and you just like look at them and it makes a perfect sense, then you probably make no sense. Either way, she gets mad at that and is like, well, I'll show you where the book is if that means you guys will actually do some work during this hour. She gets up, storms over to some like or a random bookshelf where none of us were looking and goes up to one of the shelves that we can't see because fourth grade vertically challenged grabs a book and is like, here it is and throws it on the floor. No need to throw books, uh, especially when you're a librarian and especially when it's just not your book. Like, hey, man, hold on. The taxpayers paid for this book. Don't be tossing it around. Usually teachers are like, we're underfunded. This lady was like, we have too much money. I've got to start breaking books. For all we know, she's like the only librarian that has ever just burned a bunch of books to keep warm. It's so nice not having to pay a heating bill by just bringing home books to burn in the fireplace. Whatever, we just kind of like, go get the book. We finish some of the worksheet. We don't finish it in time because we didn't have the book for like half the class. Our teacher comes to get us and sure enough, the librarian just starts laying into her about how we're so misbehaved and it's the worst and she's never seen a more misbehaved class in her entire time as a librarian, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know why she's so mad at our teacher because we had only been in this lady's class for like a week at this point. You know, it was just one of those things like not even a week, a couple days. Even if we were the worst behaved class of all time, it's not like she's really had enough time with us as a class to actually change our behavior. It's been a few days. 
everyone knows that like the first two weeks of school don't really count in terms of uh, teachers controlling classes and whatnot. But whatever, our teacher kind of takes this reaming out. We get back to the class and obviously our teacher is not too happy with us. So we start getting yelled at and she says that we have to write like a page paper about how we're supposed to behave in the library and if it ever happens again, we'll be really sorry, da 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 da. And at this point, everyone's too scared to speak up and say something because everyone who had tried to say something in the library had just been shut down by the librarian so hard that everyone just kind of starts doing the worksheet because like, okay, man, I guess we're just kind of going to get it done because last time we tried to speak up and say that this was unfair, we got a book thrown on the ground and screamed at. So we're doing the, the thing and everyone's writing like, I will not talk in the library. I won't stab books with pencils. Like, I don't know, trying to fill out the papers. And we finally get it done and we turn them in and our teacher's like, thank you. And it's about a week till we go to the library again. And uh, we spend like the next few class days pretty normal. Everything's fine. And I think our teacher kind of started to realize that something was a little bit off about the librarian saying that we were the worst behaved class because every other day when we're going to like art class, we're going to music class, we're going to PE, we're going to whatever it may be. None of them are saying that we're misbehaved. If anything, they were like, yeah, they were a great class. I really appreciate it. So our teacher didn't come out and say, like, what happened at the library. I think she's lying. But she started asking some of the more trustworthy students in the class, hey, did anything happen in the library and whatnot? And uh, a few of them had said that, like, this librarian's just really mean. And I don't know if the other teachers had started talking or what, but it just became very apparent that, like, the librarian was not very popular because you would be walking in the hallways and you would walk past a class that was going to the library and they would just have the biggest frowns on their face, bro. It just looked like they were going to jail or something. And the teachers never looked too thrilled either. And at first, for, like, the first couple days, the first week of school, whenever a kid or a class would have, like, the library special that day, they would be in trouble because they would say that they were the worst behaved class ever, da-da-da-da-da. And it didn't seem like the reports were stopping, but it seemed like the teachers didn't care. Like, whenever someone would have library the day before, we knew that they would get reamed out for being the worst behaved class ever because the librarian was nuts. But the next day, instead of, like, not having recess or being punished by their teacher, everything was normal. Which is how you know even the teachers at this point were starting to be like, all right, she just thinks every student is the worst behaved student of all time. Which, listen, I'm not saying everyone's cut out to be a teacher. That's totally okay. If you don't want to be a teacher, you are more than welcome to not be a teacher. I've just never understood the types of people that 100% like hate kids. They think every class is the worst behaved class ever. They just think kids are the dumbest people to ever exist. But then they're insistent on being a teacher. Like, why would you want to be surrounded by something you hate every single day? I don't understand. Like, if I really hated video games, computers, and talking, this would be a terrible job. It would be dumb to surround myself with stuff I don't like. So if you hate people asking you questions, maybe don't be an elementary school librarian because elementary school kids probably ask questions more than like any other grade set, whatever it's called. And on top of it, just being a librarian when you don't like being asked questions seems really stupid. 
even if you're just a librarian in a public library, do you just think no one is ever going to come up to you and go, hey, can you help me find this book? Oh, no, that's never going to happen. Nope. I don't know if there's a librarian school, but I feel like most of it would be organization. And then the other half would be like helping people find books and reading. I, I don't know. But it all culminated. I was not there, but we knew it all culminated one day with an older class. I think it was a fifth grade class. And apparently this class had really, really not liked the librarian. And they actually were a little bit more misbehaved. The teacher that they had was known for kind of being one of those teachers that's like, do what you want. To the point where it's a little bit of a problem. Like if a kid didn't want to go to a class or whatever, they just wouldn't go. And the teacher would be like, that's your right. Sometimes teachers got to be in control, but whatever. I guess they had been in the library and something had happened where they had started arguing back and forth with the librarian. No surprise, because this lady treated arguing like it was an Olympic sport, man. You would have thought that life itself for her boiled down to being able to yell at people and argue with them. But uh, I guess the entire class had kind of started arguing with her. It had kind of become like a, a, an 18-on-1 situation because the whole class was just like, this is stupid, we don't want to be here, blah, 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 blah. And instead of calling another teacher, calling the office or something, maybe like getting control of the classroom, I guess the librarian had decided in her infinite wisdom that the number one way to start controlling a class that's getting out of control and not listening isn't anything that makes sense. It's going and finding a book and throwing it at people in the class. And listen, it's never okay if you're a teacher to throw a book at a student. We all agree that like if a teacher throws a book at someone, ah, uh, you really can't be a teacher anymore. But what's wilder is it's not like she was pissed off, picked up the book, threw it, and immediately went, oh, I shouldn't have done that, I'm so sorry. She had thrown four books at four different students throughout the course of the argument. And the only reason they had known is because two of them had gotten hit by the books and gotten bruises. And obviously, they tell their teacher, the teacher tells the administration, the administration launches this huge investigation, the librarian's on leave, they have like this substitute librarian come in, and for the next two months, they're kind of investigating it. And the entire time, it's just kind of the talk of the school. And it was so funny, the teachers were kind of trying to control people talking about it. Like, whenever it first happened, and people would be talking about it, the teachers would be like, that didn't happen. But as time went on, it got more and more futile. To the point where, like, we would be talking about it in class, and the teacher would be like, I don't even want to know what you're talking about, type of vibe. Like, I'm just not going to pay attention. But sure enough, after about two months, they announced that our librarian was just not going to come back, which was not surprising. You throw four books at students, it's just done. And on top of that, you throw four books at students after you've already been reassigned to a different school for being insanely difficult to work with. What would you like the school district to do at that point? Like, listen, I know that you literally cause problems everywhere you go, but we're going to try to figure it out some more. I feel like at a certain point, you just got to cut your losses and move on. Also, how bonkers, man. Imagine you're just in the library trying to do your thing. You start getting screamed at. You're annoyed that you're getting screamed at. So you start arguing back. Next thing you know, the librarian, the person who's supposed to be like quiet all the time, calm, some old lady 
starts flinging Harry Potter books at you, bro. Oh no, the prisoner of Azkaban hit me in the forehead. Also, what did she think, dude? They're already mad at you. They're already saying they don't like you. Did you think pelting books at them was going to make them reevaluate? Wow, now that I have been hit in the head with a book and gotten a traumatic brain injury, I can certainly say that we're in the wrong and we should just do everything this librarian says. In fact, we should build monuments to her. Forget Mount Rushmore. We need to find another mountain and create a carving of this librarian's face above an entire mountain carved out of books as well. It will take up to 300 years to do it, but I think if we create a cult, it should be able to get done. No, they're gonna hate you even more because now you're throwing books at them. Not once has anyone ever thrown something at me to, like, try to hurt me, and I've gone, oh, that guy, that guy's awesome. What a swell dude. I loved when he tried to hit me in the face with a baseball. Either way, I, it's probably not very nice, but our school kind of had, like, a, a different air around it after that. People just seemed a lot happier. Not that they were happy she got fired. I mean, she did deserve it. You throw a book at a kid's head as a librarian, you gotta go. But more just because, like, I'm not even kidding, man. Whenever the library day was coming up, bro, everyone was just so bummed out because they just knew it was going to suck the amount of people getting in trouble. I'm sure the teachers got tired of it. Imagine every time you go to get your, like, class, you just get yelled at. Oh, your, your class is the worst thing I've ever seen. Everyone just felt a lot better without that librarian. And as for the replacement, I'm not saying the replacement was some, like, insane, awesome librarian as cool as the original one we had. But it was just like a normal librarian. The library didn't feel like a prison anymore. They had to keep the walls gray because, you know, schools don't have a lot of money. But there were a lot more posters. I didn't feel like every time I went to the library, I was about to get, like, waterboarded at Guantanamo Bay. And uh, it was fine. I was only there for, like, two more years anyways. So uh, the replacement librarian was solid. I think they actually still work there. I only know that because my grandma still has people that she worked with that still work there, and she gets updates. And you know grandma's, man. She's always, like, updating me. I'm like, grandma, I haven't been to that elementary school in, like, 20 years. I don't really care who's teaching there anymore. And she's like... Do you remember Mr. Poopy Pants? And I'm like, no, I don't. Well, he retired. Well, good, good for Mr. Poopy Pants. I don't remember him, but good for him. Either way, I just thought that story time would be one you guys would enjoy. If you've ever had, like, a really insane teacher, I'd love to hear about it in the comments section down below. And if you really want to support the channel, you should press the like button and uh, subscribe if you're new. Turn on notifications. I post videos like this pretty often, so you should definitely subscribe and turn on those notices if you like it. Beyond that, if you like the story times but you would rather listen offline to audio only, whatever it may be, I do post the audio versions on Spotify. A link to that can be found down below. And I also have a playlist here on the channel of uh, some of my favorite story times from this year, so feel free to check that out if you need something to listen to while you're uh, doing chores, homework, whatever it may be. It really helps me out as well. But yeah, on that note, guys, I think that's going to do it. Thank you all so much for watching. Like I said, leave a comment down below of the most insane teacher that you've ever had. But yeah, on that note, guys, that'll really do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully, I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.